You're listening to Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. What kind of event has people talking about such uh, characters as uh, Doom Patrol, Shade the Changing Girl, as well as Mother Panic, X-Men, and a variety of comic figures? Well, Comic-Con, New York Comic-Con specifically, it also includes characters such as Harry Potter. And here to tell us more about the world of Harry Potter and business is Chris Davis. He is the chief executive and the co-founder of Loot Crate. They're based in Los Angeles, but he joins us here in the studio. Chris, thanks very much for being here. Thanks for having me. So how is Comic-Con New York? Is that How's that working for you? It's going really well. Yeah? It's uh, crazy. It's packed. There's 100,000 people. Uh, running around in cosplay, and I was going to say, in some of the, most of them are in costume. It's about half in costume, half in, in yeah. Just, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was, you, it, what was your cut? Did you have a costume for Loot Crate? I'm just rocking the Loot Crate uh, T-shirt. I have to keep it uh, professional. Okay, guys. So let's tell our audience now what is Loot Crate because you're growing very rapidly. You started the twenty-five thousand dollar uh, investment uh, in your first year. You generated one hundred seventy-five thousand in revenue, and today you're generating one hundred fifty million dollars plus your run rate. So what is it that you do? So we uh, package uh, pop culture merchandise from the top entertainment, gaming, film and TV brands uh, and deliver it to fans all over the world. We ship to 35 countries and uh, have 12 different subscription lines. So if I want to get on Loot Crate and get a Spider-Man accessory every month, I can do so. Yeah, so we uh, our main product is literally we curate from the hundreds of hundreds of different uh, IPs. We just today announced some specific ones, Harry Potter uh, and Sanrio and Hello Kitty, which will be uh, our, one of our new initiatives of going for the super fans of specific brands. We're launching subscription lines. So Marvel, we just announced as well. Uh, so for the Spider-Man fan in you, you could get this subscription. So who is your customer? So 18 to 34 is kind of our core demo. Um, but it really is, you know, with properties like Star Wars, Marvel, and DC, uh, there's not a demographic that doesn't really consume this stuff. And you look at, you know, most of the top movies from a box office perspective these days are all kind of traditional geek brands. Is this described as the subscription service, the curated subscription service business? Is that a, how do you describe it in the industry? Yeah, so it we we curate. So it's not there's you think about like Dollar Shave Club and Honest Company, they're doing refillable essentially subscriptions. This is across every consumer product category. So we do books, apparel, collectible figures, prop replicas from most franchises, so it's literally any item can end up in a box. Of course, and now you're unveiling the official crate for fans of J.K. Rowling's Wizarding World, and I'm going to tell you, there's a lot more than, you know, 18 to 35. You get kids, you get the parents of the kids who read those books to their kids growing up, and those kids are now teenagers. I mean, that's a vast universe. Oh, I mean, Harry Potter, I think, is a lot like Star Wars in the sense that everybody is connected in some way. And we were doing, we were looking into it, 450 million copies of the book sold. That's just mind-blowing. I, I, we have all of ours that yeah. we bought over the years, as soon as they came I'm a, out. I'm a huge fan. I, I remember reading those as a family. Your business, as Kathleen noted, has skyrocketed, $150, 160000000 million. Yeah, we did $115 million sales last year. Okay. Uh, is it all relationships? I mean, how do you 
present yourself? How did you make the connections to, to have this? I mean, intellectually, it makes a lot of sense, but is it really about knowing who to call and when to call and how to make the deal? So, yeah, we say, you know, we curate, we get to work with the best brands in the world. So we're putting, we're fans like our subscribers. We're working with Marvel, the big gaming companies. But our what we do that's really special, I think, is is build that community and curate all that content independent of those brands. So we bring together a lot of brands. How do you do that? In. So we, we've been to 100 plus Comic-Con-esque shows like the one that's going on in New York to today. We travel to the Hong Kong Toy Fair, the German Toy Fair. We have four or 500 suppliers across the world we've gone and met, and we use that pool and our partners on the media side to put together these boxes every month. You were talking about going to the rest of the world then. How difficult is it to uh, create the box that appeals to the kid in China, you know, the kid in Rio, or are there are there certain aspects of this that are so universal? You know, it's it actually really is truly global. The more we as we've expanded and done a lot of research, um, both on the gaming side and on the the film and television side, it's most of the same franchises that people love um, in most markets. So we've been surprised by how easily things transition. Young men and same as young women. Do you need to, you want more customers? Do you need to appeal to females more? Yeah, there's different genres and different franchises. You think kind of like Buffy and a few of the, and shows like that have a, a more female centric audience, but still a ton of male fans. So we've always said we're about 70% male, 30% female. Um, and we just market to the, to the show and, and you see some interesting demographics coming out of that. Well, you got some limited edition crates, I note. For example, South Park, Call of Duty, Loot for Fangirls. Mm -hmm. You have a favorite crate right now? Uh, the Harry Potter one I'm really excited for. The, uh, the South Park one is going to be, so it's a one-time collector's edition uh, for their anniversary, and we worked specifically with Matt and Trey and their creative team on that, and it's going to be hysterical. What's it cost? That's going to be 75 Okay. Well... Chris Davis, and again, what was your background? What did you study in college? Uh, economics and finance. All right. So this is, I get to apply it to about <laughs> the so. most fun topic you can. How come I didn't think of starting Loot Crate? That's what A I studied, too. A different kind of superhero. All right. Chris Davis, he's CEO and co-founder of Loot Crate, based in Los Angeles in our New York studio today. You can find him at LootCrate.com or follow him at Loot Crate on Twitter. Thank you for joining us, Pim Fox, Kathleen Hayes. Thanks to our technical director, Reggie Bazile, and our wonderful producer, Samara Sam Lenga. Keep it right here. This is Bloomberg.